Listening to the Cannabis Hangout. Two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while, while we, we break, break it all down. down. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with someone whom I've seen grow on multiple levels over the past few years. She's a beautiful soul and always so positive and willing to help in literally any way. It's been so cool to work beside her and also learn from her, especially on the creativity side. We are so, so happy to have her here. So guys, please welcome Sierra to the Cannabis Hangout. Hello. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, guys. Thank you for joining us and just taking time out of your day to come chat with us and talk things cannabis and all the things. So will you start by telling us where your cannabis journey first began, like the first time you consumed? Well, what's your story? Um, so I'm not going to lie. I was a late bloomer with cannabis. Me for too. Sure. Me too. I um, was a huge like sports person in high school. I ran track and cross country. Right on. Um, was always intimidated of it. I thought it was a bad thing because that was always what I was told, what yeah. was put on me, like my coaches, even my parents. Um, but the first time ever was probably, um, trying to remember, it was in Hawaii actually whenever I was, maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast. Am I allowed to say No. You can say whatever. You can say. That's they're, true. They're past your past life. Yeah. No, I was on the Hawaii cross-country team. And the first time I smoked was in Hawaii in my dorm room, just like looking at the sunset. And it wow. was probably like the coolest thing ever. I was still a little anxious and scared Dude. for sure, but mm-hmm. it was really cool. Dude, How what nice. a first experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, where were you in Hawaii specifically? I was in Honolulu in um, Manoa Valley, where my dorm was at the campus. Yep. That's so cool. Yeah. What a cool place (laughs) to smoke for the first time. That's somewhere I've never been that I have yet to go. I know. Same. So did you continue to smoke through your time? Or was that like it was just like a one and done thing? One and done thing for a while. And then I actually moved back home. Uh, Just I only did one semester there because I went through just a lot during um, that time period in Uh my life. I had lost a family member. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to come back home to Oklahoma once I came back, I moved in with my dad, and I feel like that's actually where my whole journey kind of began was okay. with my dad. Actually. Okay, so where in yeah. Oklahoma are you from? I actually was born in Norman. Okay, and I grew up in New Mexico though, but then after college, gotcha. came back home. That's where my dad was living at the time. Okay, hey, cool. so that's a great segue into. At what point did you see the medicinal benefits of cannabis, and was there like an aha moment that you specifically remember? Um, I'm not gonna lie. At that point, like I said, I was going through like a really hard time, mm-hmm. and um. I was going through, like, depression for sure and, like, going to a new school. I absolutely knew no one back here, like, back home because I grew up in Albuquerque, so I had no friends. So mm-hmm. I had my dad, and I had cannabis. Um, like, that was, like, my two best friends. But cannabis really got me throughout my day, helped me kind of just ease, like, kind of, like, my nerves or just yeah. my anxiety, kind of whatever I was just kind of dealing with. And, like, my depression, like I said, like... I don't have depression anymore, but I think the whole reason why I don't is because cannabis. Because like, that time, journey, yeah. man, it really changed me when I moved back with my dad. Yeah, I can feel that on so many levels, the depression part, because yeah. that's, I mean, 
I, yeah, I feel it on so, so many levels, especially yeah. where I'm at in my life right now. Sure. And if I didn't have cannabis, like, I've been microdosing with mushrooms, and honestly, it's I feel like that's not... And maybe it was the day, the, how my body was feeling, but the couple times I've done it, it hasn't served the way I wanted to. And I think it's because it makes you dive a little bit deeper into, like, what is happening. Right. And I'm fully conscious and aware of what's happening, but I feel like with cannabis, it's nice because it... Like the other day I sat outside and I smoked a blunt and I put my hands in soil and I repotted my plants and like that made me so happy and those little those little glimpses of happiness are like what you hold on to when you have when you are depressed I feel like like you're saying kind of it like makes you like earthbound again yes brings yes and like what's more earth than like grinding up you know your cannabis or like heating up my you know using my torch to heat up my dab like there's just so many things that the rituals of using the medicine is medicine yeah. The rituals yeah. are medicine. So yeah, therapeutic. I, I, agree. I agree. Yeah. So we know everyone is different with their consumption. What's your go-to way to use cannabis? Is it edibles, concentrates, joints? Definitely joints, pre-rolls. I pack yeah. my pre-rolls. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> I can't roll, but I can pack. Hey, that's okay. Hey, that's listen, that's a special go. gift too, Sierra. You know that. I used to roll mean pre-rolls, or I guess pack. She was a machine at yeah. Living Leaf, man. Yeah, I Maniac. used to pack literally like 100 pre-rolls in an hour. Yeah, I used oh. to go to town. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> back in the day. So pre rolls, Sierra. What is there like a is there like a strain that you like love? I love anything crossed with runs. I okay. love it. I love the flavor of it. The terps, like the profiles. Whenever there's runs, the terp profiles are always great, and I just love the taste for sure. But flower, like some of my favorite growers here in Oklahoma for sure. Um, definitely craft right now. That's what I've really been smoking on, really heavy, but. Um, Smoky Oakies for sure. I mm-hmm. love their flower. Yeah, their flower is um, great. Heartland Farms, that gelato too. Love it. Yes. What do I you love about it? Dude, it just makes me so like euphoric and I feel tingly and like good. That's a good little uh, high for sure. I <laughs> like tingly. Go buy yeah. my flower. So <laughs> yeah. Honestly, seriously, like I. Really? So right now we're smoking. Hold on, I have to reread this. A waffle cone by Kraft, and it's 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 bomb. It's great. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I rolled a blend of it, and then we also got shout out to Kraft. Um, we got wait, what is this again? Super lemon max. Super lemon max smells so dank. Yeah, and that then that one's creative. You want to get creative? Ooh, okay, Brandon. Tomorrow, okay, we'll smoke <laughs> this. Um, say for breakfast. <laughs> no, but yes. I'm down. <laughs> I'm blood for breakfast. I'll never say no. I know. So I love to get stony and stretch and listen to music, especially like in the sunshine. What do you enjoy doing after you consume and you're just like vibing? Because we all vibe in some way with cannabis. For sure. I think my go-to, I mean, I'm all, I smoke in my house. I bring out my little MacBook. I got my speaker. I vibe out to some Wiz yeah. Khalifa, Mac yes. Miller. Yeah. I'm a music person too, so I feel like yeah. that's definitely what I like to dive into too, to kind of like, kind of just enjoy my mm-hmm. high for sure. But music is kind of my go-to as well. Or honestly, I'll take my dog for a walk and kind of. Yeah, just we love your dog. That's cute. one of the best things He's is to go. Fat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I went through that with my dog last uh, last winter, but yeah, yeah. like I always now. wanted to walk my dog medicated. You know, like that, so that's soothing. like, I'm not gonna, I always would do that before. <coughs> yeah, I've it's been just going known, on, I feel like. I've been going on three mile walks in the morning. I'm trying to be disciplined. And 
every morning three before miles? I leave. Yeah, three miles a wow. day. Wow, that's impressive. I'm trying to walk it, yeah. I've been pretty good. Today was the first day I skipped in a week because Nick wasn't here to hold me accountable. Uh, and I was like, I'm lay, like a fluffy little <laughs> yes, fish. Um, it was nice. Don't call today my cheat day. <laughs> but um, I'm always like, um, should we take a dab? I'll like, get up at five in the morning and I'm like, should I take a dab? Like, and Nick's like, what is wrong with you? Like and I'm like, being song. <laughs> well, which is a great segue into yeah. my question. <laughs> I know my morning routine for the past year has been wake and dab. Um, do you have a routine that you follow certain times or throughout the day? Um, so I honestly don't smoke in the mornings. I like to go to work not medicated for some reason. Yeah. I like to be like I just understand. kind of fully into what I'm doing. Like I mm-hmm. no distractions yeah. or kind yeah. of daydreaming. So I like to just be like no like offense to anyone who does, but that's just be my body. Yeah, no, I, I feel like yeah. we all know what we need. Yeah, for sure. But like I go, <laughs> I just wake up, start my day, get ready, and go to work. Um then I'm, when I come home, that's when I kinda kinda get a pre roll going or my boyfriend rolls for me or like whatever. Like so we kinda just ease out kinda that way. But just yeah. After work, for sure. I need a pre-roll or a joint, for sure. So I forgot to to say something earlier when you asked what she likes. Sierra doesn't really... She's one of those people who, like, doesn't get high on edibles. Okay. She has, like, a crazy... like. Really? There's a capsule count as edible? Okay, is it those Leaf Logic? No. Okay, well, tell me what it is. Let me get my phone. I think it's... Do you guys know Tribe Cannabis? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Tribe. They have these capsules. They're live resin capsules. Okay. 170 milligrams each. I took one of those. Best edible high I've ever had. Really? It touched you. Was that your first edible experience really then, would you think? Honestly, maybe. Wait, let's backpedal. Let's backpedal. Do you have... What is the story behind you not being able to get high off edibles? Or like, did you start out with like... How did you know that? What was your experience that you figured that out? Well, once I started working in a dispensary, like yeah. at Living Leak was my first mm-hmm, job. Uh-huh. Um, that's a chance when I got to like try things yeah. and like, finally try edibles. So I never tried edibles. I just smoked. So, so what milligram did you start with? I think probably just a 10. And, and you didn't feel anything nothing. from it? And I just kept going up. And like one day, <laughs> we got like these 200 milligram chocolates. And I was like, I'm going to just take them. And it did nothing to me. Yeah. But I think it's just certain ways like it's processed or made. Like yeah. distillate ones don't really do anything to me. But if it's full spectrum, live resin or something like that, then it has a little bit more of effect on my body a little bit more. That's great like. though. Which that's really cool. And good to for people who do yeah. don't feel anything from so, edibles. Yeah. That's good so you would So the hundred, you said 170 milligrams? Yes. And you took one of those? Yeah. And that was, did you think, was was your high like really intense or was it like just like perfect? It was just perfect, I feel See, like. See, that's crazy. Yeah. I love how everyone is so yeah. different because like I don't think I, my body could handle no way. that like at all. Like uh-huh. I can't even take 50. And we're like what a weird so, dosage too, like 170. 170, like, that's so I random. Know. But like so and perfect you're, like, for you. like this tiny little body too. It's just really like, small. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That is. Yeah, thanks for sharing that though. Yeah. Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. 
So let's flip the script just a little bit, Sierra. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do in the cannabis industry. So I first started out in the cannabis industry at working like at a dispensary, Living Leaf Dispensary. Uh, that's kind of where my journey kind of first like started taking off there. Um, I kind of was just a butt tender at first, and I kind of worked on social media along with Saba. We kind of did that as a team, and then um, as time went on, I worked my way up to assistant manager there, and I kind of just blossomed from there, and I cool. just kind of started to really just, like, really love and, like, respect the plant and the industry and the people that, like, were in it, and, like, yeah. it really just changed a lot, like, my perspective of the plant, because at first, it wasn't always just, like, medical. I was also, like, smoking recreational, too. And but that's okay. That is okay. Yeah, yeah. but, like, if you really think about it, like, if you're smoking recreational, you're also medicating at the same time. You but are. you truly just don't know that. And I never knew that it's back just, then, but it's, it's hand crazy. in hand. It, it really truly is. truly is. Like, the fact that there is a separation. You know, the fact that you have to say, this is recreational marijuana, this is medical marijuana. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a whole other topic, I feel it like. It is, yeah. But, no, yeah, that's cool. But, yeah, so I started there, was an assistant manager, um, um, then I ended up uh, kind of, well, I guess we kind of closed down in a way, I guess you can kind of say, and Apothecary kind of took over um, the location. So I ended up leaving and um, going to Craft Cannabis, where I got hired on as a bud tender, where I'm currently at now. Lovely. And um, I've been enjoying every single second of my experience there. It's totally been, like, different than Living Leaf. So I'm enjoying, like, a fresh new start and, like, a different start, too. Yeah, so I'm really sure, enjoying yeah. it, meeting new people. I love making Do you know change is good? It yeah. is. It's cool to, like, We thrive on change. That's what I feel, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice to, like, in the cannabis space, like, to have experience in different places and different cultures. because. For sure. It gives you so much experience and depth and grit and just skill in general. So, like, yeah, that's never something to look down upon, I think. No, not at all. So, we worked pretty closely together. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you guys go back and listen, or if you guys have listened to episode 49 with Michael, episode 87 with Hannah Pearl, and our most <laughs> recent episode, number 109 with Mama Me, that's the squad that pretty much worked at Living Leaf together. So Sierra is like the final piece that's coming together to our nice. our close team that worked, which it's so cool to see how our paths all, took us all in such different directions. Yes. Tell us what really like brought you into the cannabis industry and what made you want to be a part of it from the beginning. I think I was just like amazed by it at first and like what it kind of did for me and like how it kind of changed me. So, like, once I realized it could do that for me, and then, like, why can't it do it for other people? And I can yeah. share that and share that knowledge in the industry. When, like, this industry in Oklahoma, it's not it's not always just, like, super medicinally minded. So mm-hmm. having, like, a team like we had just spreading that education and the knowledge to patients, what they really tr- truly needed to hear and know so they can, like, literally thrive for themselves as well. So I'm glad that we kind of did that. I feel like that was kind of my motivation to, like, get in. It's just to kind of educate and kind of help and consult people. Yeah, Yeah. which you did very, very, very well. Thank you. Thank you for what you do, Sierra. Of course. Yeah, I enjoy it. So, Sierra, I know that Sob's told me a lot of cool stories that she's experienced when you guys worked at the dispensary and just, like, being behind the counter, being a bud tender. Do you have a patient story that sticks out to you, like, in your mind, like, you revisit that was just really cool to you? Um, 
I feel like I have a lot of patient like memories for sure. I had a lot of great regulars, but I feel like something that truly touched my heart was like when a patient literally brought、uh, me and my manager, me, who you just、mm-hmm. mentioned earlier,、um, a, like a Christmas card on Christmas,、Aww. and it just kind of like literally just、oh, made things, me like、man. tear up, man. Because、so、I'm、thoughtful. like, it, at least I'm impacting these people, and、for、like、sure. they're telling me all these nice things, and like kind of it just kind of shows back, me like、yeah. at least I'm doing my job well. Like you know, people are、yeah. appreciating and seeing、yeah. you for what you're. Doing. And I swear it is the little things like that little、mm-hmm. moment just like really just made me appreciate my job, the industry, and like、yes. what I was truly doing. Yeah,、really、for just, sure, those are good、yeah. like、um, affirmations. You、for、know,、sure. just like little bits of reassurance.、Mm-hmm. I just like yeah, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm、yeah. doing good. Yeah, killing、sure. the game. Yeah, killing the game. So, what was it like stepping into the cannabis industry at the age that you did? You're a little bit younger than we are.、Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like it helped you grow? And if so, how do you feel like it did? Um, yeah, for sure. So whenever I started working in the dispensary,、um, I literally knew nothing about it besides the fact that I was literally just smoking it with my dad in our、mm-hmm. garage. Like, yeah, like I didn't know too much. But once Wait, I did you found- say smoking it with your dad, and yeah, okay, with my dad, yeah, that's in, like, cool. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, started back here, like home. But、um, yeah, so when I started working there, I didn't know anything. So.、Um, Like Megan and Brandon, our owners had like a very like kind of strategic or not strategic, I guess, educational way of going about things. So we had to learn everything. Like it felt like I was back at school. Yeah, it which really it, was. It was cool. Like I literally, like they literally had to quiz me. Like Sabas quizzed me before、yeah. on terpenes or product <laughs>、yeah. prices. Like she was my teacher. Isn't that weird to think about? Like it's so weird you saying that, and I'm like、it's、revisiting in my、bad. head, and I'm、yeah. like that's so weird. It's how you learn though? Yeah, it like, is though. I mean, and to like be the best at what you do. Like、yeah. to be armed with knowledge is one of the most powerful. Yeah,、things. yeah. So I just felt like I was back at school, just learning and learning, and like that's honestly kind of was like my foundation was honestly all that like learning and like、mm. the time I spent at home just searching up terpenes, what the terpenes said, or like. Terpenes matching with other terpenes. Like now, I'm so knowledgeable, but I'm so thankful I spent so much time and invested、mm-hmm. that because I'm so happy. Like I said, to spread that to people. Like,、yeah. and, and I feel confident doing that too. Yeah, and like Brandon and I talk about this often on the podcast about like finding a good buttender that that cares、mm-hmm. and that takes the time to do their like their research that they can in turn give it back to patients because that's that's the educational. Bridge that yes gap that we're trying to bridge. That's what I'm trying to say.、Mm-hmm. So it's so cool to hear you say that because I feel like people need to know that there are people like that, really educating themselves, and you just have to really find them. They're dimes in a dozen, right? And it's true because you, that it just speaks volumes of like、yeah. you being eager, you wanting to know more, you wanting to be better. You know, it's just something within you that I think is very admirable in people. So. Educate yourself.、Yes. Yeah, if you're a butt tender listening to this. Yeah, even if you're、Education. not a butt. Yeah, even if you're not a, a butt tender. Patient, a mom, a grandma, anybody. You know,、yeah. like educate yourself. Like literally, like one little fact you could spread to someone can like literally change, change their life. Their perspective on a、yeah. lot of things too. So、yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, be open to talking about、yes. it more. I、yeah. guess is a. Something to pull、mm-hmm. from this little chat. <laughs>、yeah. So we know that things aren't necessarily perfect in the Oklahoma industry. What's been something you don't really enjoy or would like to see changed?、Hmm. Or if you don't have anything, that's okay too. Um. No. I let me see. I feel like. It should be a little bit more accessible or more cheaper to get a medical card because I feel like there is people struggling、yeah. out here or like 
just people who are just low income who just probably just can't afford that that yeah. one time thing because maybe they have a bill to pay every month and they just can't do it. Yeah. So I feel like just having like a maybe like a program. So to put it in perspective, is it like one fifty? I mean, like so with it, the government and then like or maybe there is programs and I don't just don't know. I think I mean here's the thing is if there is programs, they're not like they should be readily available for people on the OMA website. Like I feel like where you hear about it, yeah, more because frequently. that's yeah. It, I'm and yes, it's like up to the community, but I feel like it really should like OMA should be able to give people this access because it's, it's medicine. Like that's why they're here. That's why they regulate. That's why they do their job. Yeah. Um, but I just lost my train of thought. Um, so it depends on like, <laughs> I guess I was saying like just for anyone listening about like the price. Of, yeah. Okay. So it, it depends. So a rec- so a recommendation of, if you've never gotten a recommendation before, I mean, they can range anywhere from, Sometimes free, 50. depending. Sometimes twenty five. They can go upwards to two hundred, three hundred dollars. Yeah, depending which, on the position you go to. But then you also have to go to the government website and pay like a hundred, a hundred and four dollars, I think. So, so it, it really ends up being about like a two, three hundred dollar thing, depending on. You're definitely paying at least one fifty, just about. Yeah, one fifty for sure. And I, that's I just first time. So if you're renewing, renewals are just about the same between yeah. one. I mean, are they really? I, have to I mean, okay. Too. So I did. I used Jiffy Doctor, and it was cheaper. But other people that used Jiffy Doc- Doctor didn't have the same experience no. I did. Mine was cut and dry. I paid, I think, twenty five dollars to get oh, my wow. renewal, my doctor renewal, and then I just paid a hundred dollars. So I paid like one, probably thirty with everything. But I mean, I've heard people that have paid like two or three hundred dollars still on their renewals, which yeah. is crazy because that's isn't it every two years that you get a renewal? Yeah, yeah it's every so two so. years, and. Yeah. That's that's a great point, Sierra. I feel like low income. Yeah, to make them. Yeah, I mean more, more approachable or just mm-hmm. like having that knowledge because I just I, don't, I haven't heard I don't know something just very direct where it's like you could do this yeah. easily for somebody. But yeah, so something to be mindful of. Yeah. So okay, so we also know that you started a new job with a new company. How would you say? I know you kind of spoke on it a little bit earlier, but like, how's that going? How has the transition been? And between the cultures and like, how do they vary? Because I know as a patient, dispensary cultures, um, they're very different store to store. So I'd love to hear your perspective of someone who's, you know, uh, hopping on, yeah, on the know. industry side. Yes, industry side. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's been, it's been really good though. I feel like the transition there has been super smooth. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of ease my way to it really like nice and like swiftly. Like, you know, I have no like complaints at the moment like at all and like I kind of know a lot from like the last job and kind of managing there so it kind of just just showcasing my skills there good experience yeah helped yeah and um I guess spoiler alert I kind of already told Saab though congrats (laughs) um I'm actually just got a job at a hospital so um my whole entire career is going to change a little bit but I'm still going to be working at craft too cool which is pretty cool because you'll have both perspectives for sure I'm going to have both perspectives but um it's really cool though Norman Regional Hospital allows you to work there with a medical card and I was just like wow that's amazing that is amazing I literally, like, in my interview, I literally told them, like, you guys don't realize how awesome this is for, like, so many people. And, like, especially, like, nurses and people who probably mm-hmm. do just want to be yeah. and stuff. So. That's amazing to hear. Yeah. So, wow, yeah, I'm cool. going to be starting a job there. So I'm really excited for that transition as well. I'm, I'm nervous for that one because I have no idea what I'm going into again. But, like, I, I kind of master the cannabis industry. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of show my yeah. skills somewhere else, yeah, too. Yeah, for so. sure. That's amazing, Sierra. I'm so proud of That'll you. Be Thank a good you. Experience. Little hustler. <laughs> So as a patient, what's something you look forward to? Like when you go into a dispensary and you're looking for products, is there anything that's important to you? Um, 
So I'm a flower shopper for sure. Um, I always want to look at testing for sure. And if a bud tender or someone doesn't have that, I honestly kind of feel kind of sketched out. Not going to lie. So I feel like testing is important and knowing where your flower is coming from for sure. Yeah. And making sure that at least um, what your bud tender is telling you is like accurate and your experience is going to be the way they're kind of portraying. So definitely education and your bud tender is important as well. It's kind of what I look forward to. But when I look for flower, I um, I guess just not as deep. I kind of look for a great smell. That's what I look yeah, for. Yeah, you got your nose. Shop yeah. with your nose. Shop we with always your say nose. that. Yep. Yeah. That's good. That is good. So we all have our staples and what we're jamming with right now. What are your favorite products that you have right now? Just like at home that you're like, damn, I love this so much. I never want it to end. Um, so that is Craft Cannabis's Wedding Cake Flower mm. Bomb. I have to have that. I always get like eighths and quarters now every like week or every other shift or something. Yes. What do you so love good. about that strain for your body? It just relaxes me after a long work day for sure. It's really nice and kind of just soothing and calming, but also a little bit euphoric, not to the point where it's like going to be like a yeah. hybrid sativa or anything, mm-hmm. but it's like a nice little perfect hybrid to kind of just calm you down. Brandon, are you listening? You could probably get yes. some of that for your body. I think, I know. oh, I you guys got that hash rosin. Yeah, oh, yeah, That's okay, yeah, also. Oh, dope, okay. In-house, craft cannabis. Shout out to craft. I can't wait to try this. Same. But great strain. I love that strain. And then um, I've also been taking those capsules like we were talking yeah. about. That's so cool that you found like a good edible. Yeah. That is Shout so out exciting. to Tribe. Yeah. Yeah. So Shout exciting out to, to find things that you jam with and that mm-hmm. like really work and yeah. feel good. Like that's something to be excited about. I love that. Okay. So I know everyone has different family dynamics when it comes to cannabis. And I love to hear the honest answers, you know, just from everybody and how their family roles and what your relationship is. So what is it like with your family in regards to cannabis? Are you open about it? I'm very open about it. I mean, like I said, I smoked with my dad. That's kind of where like my journey like essentially really took off when I came back to Oklahoma when I was living with him. Smoke sessions in the garage, jamming the music. That's dope. uh, dad and daughter kind of bonding, you know. Right. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun and um, very open with my mom too. Um, my grandma has a medical card, and very so cool. I'm basically like her caregiver essentially. Aww, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of help her and consult her to kind of find products and kind of what she needs. Like, yeah. she tells me she can't sleep at night, so I know her dosage. I kind of find edibles mm-hmm. that kind of work. And she's been taking those Caminos. I don't know if you were. Yeah, I've heard of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. So how did how did your did your mom feel any type of way about like you smoking with your dad and like? No, not really. I feel like my mom probably knew like my dad back then because he smoked since he was thirteen. Okay, yeah, he she knows it's just ingrained in him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's tight. No, she was just as long as I was open with her and just at home and safe, and she knows that's where I was and just not out just partying because I'm not like a partier. I'm not. I don't really go out. I I know. I love that about you. (laughs) Just like me. No, you're a homebody. You just chill. Yeah, Yeah, that's not a bad thing. um, Yeah, so she was just cool with it as long as I was safe and just doing what I was doing, just medicating responsibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Though. That's do you have like a? Do you and your dad like when you guys go some like do you guys travel all together and like if you do do you guys like take cannabis with you like do you guys smoke while you're on your trips like do you guys have a cool like bonding memory over like consuming no. cannabis no no that's okay I just <laughs> didn't like, know if you guys push the limit <laughs> no. I have a lot of uh, step um, like I have a stepsister okay. and two half sisters yeah. and so like whenever we go on trips there's so many kids but, uh, but yeah. whenever it's just like us at like the house chilling like yeah. he just moved to Long Grove like close to Texas so oh, cool. he lives out in the country now so he has like a horse and like oh a that's a and, vibe like, cool. yeah he's like real 
country now. So whenever we go out there, we just we just had a little smoke session. And it was I cool. I love that yeah. for you. That's so <laughs> That's fun. Awesome. I know. Yeah. I'm like, horse? This is what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> but no, he's really cool. He actually grows sometimes as well, too. But I don't know if he is right now. But he's grown some really cool stuff and like some good like flower for sure. That's dope. That's cool to be able yeah. to have that relationship. And see that. Like, to see yeah. his, the process of growing. Like, he wasn't like a pro grower or anything. But like, it was cool to see like, you know, like a plant go from like yeah. this little baby to like a huge just plant. It was really cool seeing yeah, that too. the growth cycle. So yeah, he was very open with cannabis for sure. That's dope. It's That's it's cool, cool to, to hear other people. Yeah, it's yeah. cool to hear other people's par- like journeys with their parents and just the relationship aspect. For sure. So you've always been a really creative person since I've met you. Does cannabis play a part in your creativity? And if so, how do you feel like it helps you tap in and inspire you? So um, for sure, cannabis helps with my creativity because I just like love working on like marketing graphics for like um, the stores I work in, yeah, like craft mm-hmm. right now, making like just menus for them and just like uh, like a menu for like their TV screens and like their dispensary sales floor and like it's just fun and just makes me kind of just kind of tap into different things that I never kind of yeah. just used to before. Yeah. Like in high school, I just did sports, so yeah. like, that was my creativity back then, which yes. is showcasing my my creative side that way but like this is like actually like art and marketing and it's kind of cool because I've never done it before so cannabis yeah. helps that way for sure to kind of spark that fire there I love that for I you. know it's that's a great answer to, like, I love, love that. your job and like be able to feel your creativity yeah. shining through yeah for sure. so cannabis can enhance a lot of our senses for the better and so like indulging in good food creativity like we were just saying laying in the sun hiking so many other things what would you say personally is something that cannabis enhances for you I feel like cannabis really enhances, like, I'm a really, like, quiet and shy person, but cannabis kind of brings out, like, the kind of fun and bubbly Sierra oh, sometimes, yeah. and I kind of love that. Your personality. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, I just feel really relaxed and just really yeah. me. It just kind of just eases everything with me. Like, yeah. like I said, I kind of mm-hmm. deal with anxiety, so it just really just helps me just feel me mm-hmm. and just, like, connected, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a cool answer. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> so we ask everyone this question, but what's a stigma you would like to see surrounding the cannabis plant? A stigma? Mm-hmm. See changed. Oh, yeah. See sorry, changed. Okay, I didn't I was finish like, that sorry. question. <laughs> um, for sure, just the way people view it, like. A, I think it still just all comes back to the education part. We just need to educate more. The people just view cannabis as like a gateway to like like a gateway drug to like bad things things. but like seriously Mm -hmm. it's not like it really can just like change your life and help your health in like different ways that you don't honestly know until you just learn and educate yourself and try it Mm -hmm. yeah you don't maybe have to try but yeah just be open like just if you can see that and just like believe it and just like I guess yeah believe it then like we can kind of change it, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Open your mind and yeah. explore. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That is good. That was great. Um, well, thank you so much for yeah. taking time to be here today. Yes, thank of you, course, Sierra. Guys. It was so fun to chat with you and catch up. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you for bringing back all these memories. <laughs> of course. Yes. <laughs> good for the soul. <laughs> so stay tuned for next week's episode. And as always, love, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. 
Scope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.